Hello, welcome to a side special series of the Moncast, where we're going to be talking about Digimon Adventure Try. As always, I'm Stevie, and this time I'm joined by Nelson. Hello, I'm Nelson. You may know me from the YouTube channel, Demon Ranger Master, or, or from the episode 2.15. And no other episodes, because you didn't enjoy it. And also, I'm joined by Quinn. Hi, I'm Quinn. That was very insightful. <laughs> Indeed. We've all watched the first movie of Digimon Adventure Try, and I've made a very, very vague plot summary, which I'll just read out, honestly. And then we can just talk about the stuff we want to talk about with it. So, it starts off, the adventure kids are all just studying and doing teenagery things, when Koagamon shows up in the real world and starts wreaking havoc. Then Agumon returns, and then so do the rest of the Digimon, they're all back now. Woohoo, they all digivolve, yay nostalgia. Then the mysterious government agency just sort of take the kids aside and explain nothing to them. Kids and Digimon just have fun and enjoy their company. Ty and Matt are having an argument and they're not getting on very well because Ty's like, we don't want to wreck things. And Matt's like, but we have to, to do the good things, Ty. Okay. <laughs> and that's kind of the whole argument. Izzy does some WizKid stuff. He makes sci-fi goggles. There's a new girl in the block of flats who's looking for her cat. She then finds her cat, who happens to be right next to a mega-level Digimon, who is also looking for her cat. And then the mega-level Digimon blows things up. Ty and Matt join in and also blow things up. So everything blows up. And then the episode ends. Well, the film episode, same thing. And that's the basic gist of things. <laughs> I didn't realize until this watch through that there's actually a post-credits scene. There's a post-credits thing, scene? What? I've watched this movie now, this is probably my fifth time, and that's the first time I've seen that. It's not much. Matt just yells at Ty a little bit. Matt is just passive-aggressive. I just want to say this This movie starts with the, the right idea. The O2 season, kids are dead, so I'm, I'm happy with that. You know, I'm fine with them being gone. But after, and I guess I won't spoil what happens for Stevie, who hasn't seen it yet, after they finally reveal what happens, the fact that they're never talking about where they went at all, or show any concern for them, is completely unjustified. The canon reason is that they're assholes. Just wait for the second movie, when there's a clear reason to be preoccupied, but nobody cares. I'm sure the Zero Two kids are all absolutely fine. Eh-ish. We all care about Davis. <laughs> okay, so Mia Davis should be dead, but but Miyako is wonderful. Yeah, the rest of the kids are fine. Even Cody. Cody was okay. What about Yuli? Yuli was less good than Miyako, but she's fine. P.S. We're all going to mix up dub and sub names. All the time. Constantly. Especially because we watched the dub version this time. I hate everyone right now. We told you you didn't have to. True. You were just like, well, they're watching the dub. Peer pressure, clearly. Crowd mentality. <laughs> I leaked the Discord chat log. That'd be pretty funny, especially with my random screenshots where I talk about clothing. Also, I have opinions about clothing. <laughs> we'll get to all of that jazz. We don't have segments or anything, so we'll just go where the conversation takes us. I say we start from the beginning and set that wonderful intro music in the dub. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, God, somehow. And please, if you, if you take a minute editing, just... Find that and put it in underneath here because it's possibly the worst song I've ever heard. What's so bad about it is the fact that it has one lyric and it is Digimon, Digimon, Digimon. I think the worst offender is that, oh, it's cut out 
butterfly, but okay, yeah, sure. Oh, that's true. Butterfly is really good, and this is definitely not butterfly. No, it's not. It started off as butterfly and then changed. It did not in mine. In mine it did. I was like, oh, it's just stuck with butterfly, that's nice. And then halfway through it switched. I was like, oh, oh, never mind. It didn't in mine either. Huh, that's very strange. I guess that might just be the Blu-rays. Oh yeah, I bought the Blu-ray of this. You're the only one. Yay. So, Zero Two Kids are okay. And pretty dead. Yep, that too, but they are okay. Are we all agreed that the Zero Two Kids are okay? They're perfectly okay. Definitely okay. It was a bizarre way to open it. God, that was weird. It was such a poor choice, if only because the kids just needed to say two lines to explain what happened and not make it a giant mystery for six movies. That nobody cares about. Somehow avoided, like, all spoilers for the last two films, so I haven't got a clue. Obviously they explained something. I hope they explained something. I'm sure it'll be complete and utter rubbish, but it'll be some reason. I just want to put it out there. There's a new movie in the works. Oh, yes. Quad, or whatever they're calling it. Now we're in college. Finally, Joe got in college, after all that stuffing. You know, it was up in the air, because he was clearly not doing very well. Yeah, he was in the fourth row. I appreciated last time I watched through Adventure, though, that he also wasn't doing very well in Adventure. When is Joe doing something good? He tries. Yeah, he tries hard, but I don't know that he's ever been successful at anything. And that's the title, Digimon Try. It's actually just all about Joe and no one else. He has a girlfriend, don't you know? Oh man, I'd actually watch a series about the adventures of Joe and his girlfriend that no one believes exists. What, did Joe want adventure? <laughs> I kept really hoping that either Joe's girlfriend or Takaru's would end up being Mei. Uh, no. 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 <laughs> no. No! You know, the random girl that Takaru was going to take to the concert later that never gets me- mentioned again. I think that TK's a player, because he calls two different people about the concert. Yeah, that's true. That is a point. I mean, he did ask Kai if she was jealous, so... Mm. Might be an open relationship. Do you reckon TK just has a, a harem? Yes. I don't know how. Did you see the things he wears? He has a purple fedora. You can't knock that. Yes, yes I can. No, you can't. He is not cool enough, nor is anyone, to pull off a fedora. I just want to point this out since you're talking about little bits like this. Did anyone notice the sticker on Matt's phone? I did not. What was on his phone? There's a sticker. K-O-D, Knife of Day. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> It's their first gig, he's already got merch, that's great. Yes. <laughs> I'm really into Knife of Day as a name. That's so dumb, but I love it. What about the Night Wolf? Oh, is it Night Wolves? Uh, it was the Teenage Wolves. The Teenage Wolves. And then briefly, in one of the movies, they are World on the Knife. But did anyone else think that Matt and TK sound too similar? Yeah. Some of the voice acting, I really I liked the casting, and some of it was just, eh. I did not think Hikari's English voice actress was very good. Or Ty's. They did get Ty's original voice actor back. He's just always not been all that good. I'll just say this, the best voice actors would be the Digimon one. Demo 12. Did they get back Agumon's original voice actor? Because it sounded exactly the same. I believe they did. That was a good choice. Because that gave me the feels. <laughs> I feel like there's a little bit of a controversial thing here, because Koagamon's voice actor is clearly Godzilla this time. So I think Koagamon's one of the only Digimon who just doesn't ever really talk. Now he just wars. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's one of the only Digimon who doesn't ever, I think in anything, talk. He's just got mandibles. That's fair. He's a fair old Digimon, nobody cares about him. All he does is just wreck the city. I thought it was really creepy when Ty's at soccer practice, all the other guys want to take a break, and then his sister shows up. 
And they're all just like, oh man, Ty, your sister is so hot. We gotta show how manly we are. Oh, I have notes on that. I just put like, Ty has stamina ladies, winky face. And then when Kyrie appears, I just put power of libido. Goes over all tiredness. Boys are dumb. But the first 20 minutes is so slow. I kind of dig it, but it is very slow. It's very much just like, here's the kids' lives now. I think you kind of had to do that. And also love triangle. That love triangle from, from O2. Still happening. Sora and Yamato got together, and then Tai, I guess, just never got over it. I mean, <laughs> he's such a child. It's not his fault. Well, now he has May, so... That's true. Will that happen? It's not, like, canon, but she's totally into him. Would you not look at that hair? It is a pretty decent hairdo. So much gel, though. And this is the first movie where May is, you know, kind of good. Because she's kind of not in most of it. It works. And she's got a really cute outfit. A cute outfit does not a good character make. No, but it's better than most of these characters got. True. A lot of the outfits are just bad. (laughs) Well, excuse you, but I think Izzy is super original with his socks. Thank you very much. Yeah, Izzy's cool. I adore the computer program that he made and just all of the outfits. I'd say Izzy is the second best boy in all of the Digimon right now. Uh, Who's best? Joe. Okay. True. The best relatable boy. Yeah, that's fair. I've got an idea of thing we can do. Just go through the eight kids and just say what we think about how they've changed or whatever in this film. Okay. So start off with Ty. What do we think of Ty in this? Coward for no reason. Well, looks like you pulled a Shinji Ikari, didn't you? He's not a coward. He's just, for some reason, playing someone else's role of being like cautious and thinking about what they're actually doing. Yeah, alright. I think Matt would be the best one for this role, actually. He was the more calm, collected one. It's the role he's always played. And so I I understand them trying to switch it up. It just didn't feel earned. Or natural. Yeah. It's like, oh, I gotta save everyone. But oh, I don't want to wreck this. I wonder what will happen. If I fight back, things might get destroyed. You know, that guy's already destroyed a building, right? I really don't want to stop this alpha mall, even though it'll destroy the whole freaking city and kill people. Oh man, if only I could stop him. Yeah, it's a weird approach. Like, he's clearly supposed to be more mature than when he was in Zero Two and Adventure. And to some extent he is. Like, the fact that he considers consequences for his actions is character growth. I'll, I'll give them that. There's just an issue there. When they're under the bridge having their little reunion... He mentions that, and everybody's like, yeah, but if we don't do nothing, there's going to be more damage. So it's like, he's already shut down, and still, he doesn't budge. He doesn't really talk through anything that he's actually thinking. Except with Algamon in that one scene, which was quite cute. And a little bit with Matt in that other scene. I want to point out that in that scene with Algamon, the first few lines of Algamon, he didn't move his, his mouth. Well, that's the dub for you. I didn't even know if in the sub he actually said anything or not. Or if it was like a, 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 th- a, th- a thought thing, but no, no. I've not got a clue. But Ty was okay, that's what I'd say. And what do you think of Matt? Ugh. Emo Matt is emo. He was very passive-aggressive and actually aggressive at the same time. He's edgy. He hasn't really changed at all. I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> If anything, he's more edgelordy than he used to be, because he used to actually think things through. Thinking back on it, his fashion sense has improved, but not much. I disagree. Look at that hairdo. On the other hand, consider that he used to wear a green tank top with cut-off sleeves. I prefer that, actually. I think all of the kids have grown out wearing gloves, though. Which is important. No, Joe didn't wear a glove. He had a, a watch on his wrist. Because Joe is already older and more mature than the other kids. Izzy didn't wear gloves, I think. Izzy did. He had, like, washing up gloves on. <laughs> I think there's only, like, TK, Kari, and Joe that didn't wear gloves. 
Yeah, that sounds right. So like the two youngest ones and the eldest. But now pretty much all of them don't wear gloves. Although, you know, TK had a Dragon Ball in his hat, so... He was Gohan. He just picked that up somewhere. He was legitimately Gohan. She, she's not kidding. But yeah, Matt, I think Matt was better than Ty, though, if I had to compare. At least in this film. Plus he has a, a cool band. Immediately just one-ups Ty. Music is better than football. At least Ty has goals in life, okay? He doesn't, He though. doesn't, though. There's a whole scene where he talks about not having goals. He's a forward! Come on! Yeah, but he doesn't have life goals. He has not yet decided to become a UN ambassador. I think you guys seem to forget that Matt becomes an astronaut somehow, but okay. Yeah. It's not a clue. I cannot believe that's still canon. And Sora. Sora's definitely changed, because now she's a girl. She wasn't a girl before? She was pretty tom girl before. It's more tomboy, even. Ah, uh, that's what I mean. I just say that she's here due to due to love triangle, but okay. <laughs> that's her whole purpose in this. Right, she's she's very indecisive. Yeah, until she decides to just forget both of them, which is the best decision. <laughs> she doesn't, though. She says, uh, you know what, I'm just gonna skip both of them. Oh, wait, what am I doing? I'm gonna be late. Yep. Yeah. And she actually is late to both of them, technically. <laughs> they both get cancelled, which is, you know, probably the best outcome, really. Cancelled due to monster attack. As usual. Oh, can I mention this before we move to another character? Everyone seemed to forget Digimon 1 and Digimon 2. Yes. Yeah. Everyone. Like, the news didn't mention there used to be these Digimon and now they're back. In Japanese in particular, they didn't. The dub actually added a little bit where they remembered finally. They did? Because later the news is like, oh, these seem to be the same monsters that have attacked several times before. Okay, true, but then they said, oh, they appear more than before, and I'm thinking, really? Have you forgotten about Miotismo? Yeah, they said they did more damage than before, and I'm like, do you remember that time they blew up on TV station? Remember that time where they kidnapped everyone? <laughs> no, and neither does anyone else. Nobody remembers. It's definitely weird, and I think it's supposed to be the same hand wave for Motu, where they said, oh yeah, again, I just made everybody forget. Wait, that happened? Is that is that the excuse? Yeah, on the Odaiba Day episode, he explains that he made everybody forget because he's magic, and also he deleted all of the files on all the computers on ev- everything in the world, so there are no pictures. What? Th- there's a contradiction there, though. Yes, there is. <laughs> there's a huge one. Yes, there is. Anyway, moving on. Oh, wait, it's O2. It's filled with blood. Oh, hear about that. So, Izzy, and Izzy is the best, still. Yeah, he is the best. <laughs> I don't know what to say besides that. He's just naturally more mature, is he? Still in middle school. He's got a job at a startup company. He has his own office. He speaks French. <laughs> that was a weird scene, that though. Also, want to point out that his parents were celebrating their marriage birthday. <laughs> <laughs> marriage birthday. Yes. Their marriage and their anniversary, whatever. The cake says happy anniversary wedding. But Izzy's really good. Still friends with Ty and everyone. Also, I, I want to say the, the the ship between him and Mimi, yeah, that, that sail. That's so good. It's so good. It is a really good ship. Uh, and then add in the triangle with Mako, and it's even better. Wait, there, no, there, no, there's not. Mimi's totally in love with Mako. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect that one. I, I think that's just canon, honestly. <laughs> they kind of ship everybody with Mako. Why? Because she's the new one. Because she's black-haired Kyrie. But she doesn't glow. No, but she's got the Crest of Darkness, obviously. Wait, there's the Crest of Darkness? In, in the card game, yes. Also a Digi-Egg. But I guess we didn't finish all the characters, so we can go back to that. Joe. Joe is a good boy. Joe is best boy. Apparently dumb as a box of hammers, but that's okay. Is he still trying to be a, a doctor? 
Yes, he is. But wasn't the point of, of Digimon 1 like, you don't need to follow this road? Okay, so A, the O2 ending is that he became a Digimon doctor, which I think he did because he didn't need to get, you know, into a medical school for that. Didn't need qualifications. <laughs> Just had experience on the job. Exactly. Plus, this is a kid who decided, oh, I'm going to make a cast out of toilet paper. That'll be fine. You have a better idea? Not toilet paper? In the current situation he was in? What else did he have? His shirt would have made a much better cast. He needed that to clothe himself. <laughs> he honestly didn't. You just want him to take his shirt off, be honest. You want to see that hot, sweet Joe Abs. <laughs> That'd be really funny, actually. He takes off his shirt and it turns out he's buff as hell. He's <laughs> like, oh, that's studying. He studies for PE too, okay? Oh, by the way, I do want to say that the teacher's idea of putting the failing people at the back is the worst idea. Oh, f*** that guy. Put it the other way round. Also, I'm announcing what your grades are to the entire class. Shame. What a bad teacher. No wonder Joe's failing. It's called motivation, thank you very much. Let's see, uh, Hikari? Hikari's fine. Yeah, Hikari's fine. Hikari's Hikari. She's kind of just Tai's sister, and that's it in this. I do appreciate her being jealous of TK's girlfriend thing. She's She's not. not. She totally is. Either she's jealous, or she's encouraging him. She's trying to do both, but he mentions that he's taking a friend, and she just stops walking and goes, Is it a girl? Well, it was a girl. Exactly. And she's like, oh, congratulations. Nice. You're not gay. Well done. I'm not salty at all. (laughs) Exactly. Who have we got left? So there's Mimi and TK. So let's do Mimi. What do we think of Mimi? Best girl. Mimi finally doesn't have the the pink spaghetti hair. Yeah, they realized that that was a dumb idea. Her fashion sense, for the girl who only ever talked about fashion through two whole seasons, is really bad. What about her present sense? Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna bring presents for everyone, gummies. I'm into that, actually. (laughs) Sweets are good. Bring me sweets and I'll be happy. Well, especially you're bringing me sweets from another country that you can't get here? Nah, that's totally thoughtful. It's just worm gummies. What the hell? How how can you not get that in Japan? Uh, That's fair. It's probably a brand. It still was thoughtful. Also, I'm really into the pretending you're not coming until the last day. I thought that was very cute. I do like how she's just late to everything important that happens as well. To the point where you don't see Palmon Digivolve until the very final fight. And I'm so into when she's in the van and talking to Maki about where are my friends. I need to make sure they're all there so I can give them all presents. It's just the most adorable thing. It's like, you know, you met this woman two minutes ago, right? She's still sort of blissfully unaware of the world. Um, I love that. There's a reason why her digital crest is sincerity, but okay. Yeah, she's not changed much. Which is good, because she was already the best. She was already good. Definitely better than Kari and Sora in this. Yeah. It's not very hard, but okay. Weird observation, she's the only person on the team with pierced ears. Is she? Huh? I did not notice that. And who was last? TK. He was there. Boy boy, cursed with the worst fashion sense. It's a purple fedora, you can't knock it. I really can. No, just stop trying, you can't. He does not get to be a fedora lord, not be a good person at the same time. He's not the fedora lord because he's, he actually gets ladies in this case, so... D- does he? We never actually see that girl. Well, he does have Kylie, so... That's true, although he sort of negs her. He gets so many ladies, he literally has to knock Kari back. There's a random scene when they all, when they split up to go searching for Mekumon, where they stop for ice cream and he's just holding her hand. 
Wait, what? Ooh, the plot thickens. I just want to point out that the part where they're looking for Meikumo and they stop for ice cream, that's super inconsiderate. It really kind of is. Because you see Meiku like, uh, I kind of don't want to eat this. I really appreciate how Izzy looks when he's been up all night working on the goggles. Yes. The goggles that are never useful again. Wait, really? I don't think they ever used them after this one time. They were useful for a second. Just <laughs> like, oh, it's coming. And then, then what are they for? He never needs to put them on again. I love that was just an afterthought of actually putting them back on, though, to look for things. And then as soon as he puts them on, there's just immediately a giant portal there. <laughs> Perfect timing. Oh, okay, there's a screenshot. Dickie's a player. Oh, he's holding May's hand. Holy crap. And look at Kyrie. Look at that look. Like, mmm. She wants May too. Everyone is May sexual. Even Mimi off on the side is looking over. Oh, especially Mimi. Sora's the only one who isn't. Sora's just fantasizing about Ty and, and Matt at this point. About them beating each other to death. <laughs> but seriously, that holding her hand there, that's... It's a pretty baller move, although she is in no way happy about it. Yeah, I, I thought she was like, yeah, I don't want to eat this. I think it's more like, why is he touching me? Yeah, that's pretty fair. May's kind of just immediately taken into the group, though, which is weird. Well, and then they're so shocked. She's holding a Digimon and it's just like, oh, by the way, I have a Digidestin. And they're like, <gasps> oh my god. Really? I would understand if she'd said that before they saw the Digimon. By the way, did anyone notice that TK was talking to Digidestins in the world on his computer? Yeah, yeah, he did that no two a lot too. Did he? That's how they did the world tour arc. What, was it TK that was just messaging random Oh, no, but Izzy made the website and everybody had access to it. Ah, I see. Which only begs the question, how is Digimon not general knowledge at this point? It's even weirder. There are at least several thousand people on this website who all have Digimon. But it's an invite-only website, so it's kept under wraps. And Izzy's the only one that can invite people. For Izzy to invite you, you have to take a photo with your Digimon. Put it on Twitter. <laughs> Sure, Digivice 2. Yeah, exactly. Which, I didn't need to ask, how, how long has Meiko have Meikomo? Like, eight years, something? Eight years? It was something like that, wasn't it? It's gotta be at least six, because she has had them at least as long as the other kids. Yeah, because I was like, yeah, why, why is your Digivice like a normal Digivice? Well, everyone has a normal Digivice, except TK and Kari. They get to her backstory later, and uh, yeah, I, I think she's had one pretty much all along. She just... Didn't get invited along on adventures because no one cared about her. She just, she wasn't sucked through the portal at all. Yeah, running that back, no, it's clear that Sora and Mimi are the ones having a moment there. In any event, we've raided all the kids. All the kids are kind of just slightly better versions. They're all pretty faithful to the original kids. Except for Ty. Ty changed kind of a lot. Most of the series is him, ch is him changing back, which is kind of sad. They've kind of just gone, oh, he's an adult now, so now he has to worry about things. A better writer could have made that work. But as we'll find out in the coming weeks, Digimon Adventure Try did not have good writers. There wasn't that much to write. It was very slow. They could have read Kondo 2, but okay. There's that. I mean, I did not hate O2, but let's look at the actual ending of O2. You've got a whole new group of kids with D3s. They are never mentioned. They had the whole thing where they put Cthulhu-mon back in the dark ocean. He doesn't come up pretty much at all. Wait, that wasn't Cthulhu-mon, that was Creepy-mon. Whatever. The monster that is totally Cthulhu. No, that's Dragomon. Dragomon, there we go. Dragomon is stuck in the Dark Ocean and never really comes up. Okay, no, this is the confusion. Like, I remember strictly they imprisoned Creepymon in the Dark Ocean, but the one who, who never gets out is Dragomon. Those are both still in the Dark Ocean and have evil plans to come back. 
that are never going to be mentioned, except for that one spoiler moment. Creepy Mo comes back in season five. That's not the same thing. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, it's a completely different series. Hey, I don't, I don't know the Digimon timeline, okay? <laughs> Could be the same one. If it doesn't have adventure in its name, it's pretty much not the same one. Also, Tamers is kind of the same timeline. Because of Ryu. It's an alternate universe. And then Cross Wars, I guess, actually has all the timelines. In the games, in Cyberslope, Mirei does say that there's different universes, and all universes share all Digimon, technically. So that's why if, if you kill the seven deadly sins in one universe, there's gonna be some crazy BS happening on you. You should definitely play the Rio games at some point, or at least read the, uh, the translations that exist online, because they get kind of crazy near the end where Rio is given godlike powers to travel to any digital world at any point in time. Wow. Yeah, isn't that how he ended up in Tamers, supposedly? Yes. And his parents also got teleported to that universe, too. Yeah, that never actually gets a canon explanation, but yep, he has parents there. That moment when the Wonderswan games are the most important part of your canon. It's so weird. I love Rio so much. So wait, so technically, the teacher we see in Tamers that looks like Kyrie, this could be Kyrie, but from another universe. Well, I think Kyrie is from Kingdom Hearts, but uh, what else have we got? Oh, I think we talked about all characters besides Mako, or Mei Mei, if you prefer. Because she's just entirely new. Yeah, and Mako doesn't have much going on. She wants to find her cat and is shy. And her cat has the same name as her. That's cute, actually. Which will be a point of contention for the next movies, because she's going to call Mako more Mei, and Mimi's going to call Mako Mei Mei. <laughs> I'm so into that. Those two are totally dating, and no one will ever convince me otherwise. I mean... Yeah, she's kind of just a non-thing. Especially the whole first half of the film, she's just not there. She she nods to Tai as she moves into her house. Yeah, for some reason. That's where she is in the first 20 minutes of the show. Because the truck was blocking his bicycle in. <laughs> it really didn't. We want to get into the later movies. She still doesn't ever really get a character, besides being shy and wanting her cat. I think I like the cat, though. Oh, yeah, it's fine. May I just say that I kind of hated that they changed the Japanese thing where they say Tamach to... What is it? It's like Dandan. Dandan, yeah. Yeah, that's a really bad translation. Like, super bad. Kind of the worst. What is it in Japanese? Is it just Tamach? Just being like, lots of thanks. Yeah, because she she supposedly speaks a different dialect from them. Yeah, she's speaking Kansai, like a sort of mountain dialect. I thought it was pretty cute. Although I don't like how they just said, that's just Meikuman speak for thank you. Pretty bad. <laughs> Whatever. Also, I just want to point out that Meikuman is a champion Digimon, and also does absolutely nothing just like Katomo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's 100% black-haired Hikari, which is probably why Tai wants to have sex with her. Wow. That's canon. There was supposed to be incest vibes in Adventure 1. That's what I'm saying. That's canon. It's not. It totally is. There was supposed to be a, a romantic subplot between Koromo and Kairi because they'd be fighting for affection. Yep. No. It's really screwed up. It was a planned thing, Stevie. I'm sorry. No, it wasn't. Well, it's not so much a planned thing as it is legitimately just a thing that, can't I think of his name, says is subtext of several episodes. I could have sworn I googled that and found some reason why that wasn't actually the case. When someone first brought it up on Twitter, no one could confirm that it was real, and then someone did. And I've read the Japanese myself, and yep. That's a real thing that happened. Well, I refuse to believe that because that is creepy as anything. It really is. 
Japan loves its incest, man. There's no signs of that in the dub, at least. That's true. Dub changed a lot of things. For worse, in this case, it was for the better. Yep, they got one. I'm trying to think of some way we can segue away from incest now. Hey, did, did you know Digimon have no genders and have no family ties that's taken no incest? Good, let's talk about the Digimon. Also, they're the champions. True, they are. How about those 3D models in Digivolution, eh? They're really not good. I thought they are okay. What? They're better than in the original series. Well, it's also been 20 years. I disagree greatly. I, I prefer watching the Berserk anime in 3D than this. But the Berserk anime was okay as well. The 3D one? Yeah, the, the Golden Arc. That's what I watched. I'm quite fond of the new Digimon designs, honestly. I like the sleek sort of look they're going for. I just didn't think it was particularly well animated. I disagree with you there. I think think the fight scenes were perfectly animated no no the like the actual evolution when they go full 3d oh no yeah that that was that that's just horrible pretty clunky yeah the fight scenes were fine i always come back especially watching this movie to the tri-bridge joke where gururumon can take on three kuwagumon but not one i was gonna point that out i have that in my notes <laughs> and the beginning fight is like hey greymon can you take him on yeah, he's a bit stronger, but I can take him on. Gets his ass kicked because of a laser. Then suddenly, Gerudomo takes on three Koagamo things. Okay, you can take this one on easily. While the other guys just tag team the other two. Nope. Laser. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Lasers win. Every time. Also, I, I want to point out that Gatomo pulled a, a Saitama and punched the Kawagamon to death. Yeah, it's pretty great. I, I will say, I appreciate that there were only the two fight scenes in this movie, because previous seasons of Digimon, pretty much all of them really run into trouble when they feel like they need to put a fight scene into every episode. I would have liked less of the not action, <laughs> if that makes sense. Oh, really? Because I think the not action is kind of where the whole story is. It's where the story is, but it's also very slow and boring to watch. I prefer drama fights over just nonsensical fights. Yeah, like this Kuwagamon fight, after about the first two minutes, I don't care anymore. The, the moment when I saw Bordramon do a dropkick on a Kawagamon, I was like, yeah, that's awesome. I don't know if anyone noticed that, but that was awesome. <laughs> and we can just be done there, because, you know, it's not like Palmont's going to be helpful. Or, or Gomamo just goes like, yeah, I'm going to ditch you guys, see ya. It's just like, I'm going to find Joe in this place I've not been in for years. <laughs> and somehow we find him. The needle spray against Alphamon that he just stops in midair and sets on fire is just my favorite moment in all of Digimon. It's a comedy almost, with Alphamon just wrecking all the Digimon. <laughs> you say that, but I'm kind of saying that if they all kept the, their distance, Alphama would not be a problem because his aim sucks. That's fair. He missed Matt and May. Him managing to block Anjumon and Gatomon with his hands and then shooting back at them looks pretty amazing. That was amazing. His melee game is on point, basically. I do also want to point out, since he went into his Oriokin mode, and that's not natural digivolution, that's like a fusion, supposedly, he had to kill... An Oriokinmon, in order to pull that off. His sword is just another Digimon. Yes. What? Yes. Yep. You didn't know this, Stevie? I didn't know that. Did you not? Oh, wait. You clearly do not see the Digimon wiki. I don't do background research. You shouldn't. He has a sword that is another Digimon. I don't know how he pulled that off in Digivolution X. Which is another movie. But yeah, that's another Digimon. One that I've not watched and don't want to. Digivolution X? I've not seen it. It's, it's actually kind of good. Well, I say I've not seen it. I watched half of it and fell asleep. Yeah, don't watch it. Why not? The plot is nonsensical. You have to have outside information to understand the basic premise. It's Digimon. 
Okay. Even more than most Digimon, where they just li- literally never tell you what the X-antibody is. I didn't have outside information. All I know was, was that, hey, Yggdrasil kind of purged the X-antibody, and maybe it's kind of bad, but kind of not. That's all I know. Yeah, that you shouldn't have had... You know what? It's fine. It, it could be worse. Try is guilty of a similar thing, because if you go into this with no knowledge of the characters or what Digimon are, you're just kind of lost. You know, I will give Try as a third season of a thing that it's okay to do that, but as a standalone movie where you have to go read the wiki to find out what happened in the movie, that's bad writing. Oh yeah, I guess we can say all Digimon movies are canon, right? Because Omnimo is canon. I guess Imperialdramo Paladin Mode is also canon. The Kokomo thing is also canon, I guess. Yeah, I think pretty much all the movies, plus they confirmed with, the, or at least kind of confirmed with Holy Draman, that that one movie definitely happened somehow. I'm assuming that's going to come up later. Minor spoiler for one of the later movies that Andrew Oman's evolution is Holy Draman. Okay, Magna Draman. Oh, okay, yeah, dub name. I only know the dub name from the video games. Same. Uh, I guess you can have two Megas. They're slight digivolutions, I guess. Is that what they're called? That's what they're called in Season 4. I mean, I, I think that that is a thing. She would be the only one in the Adventure series who just has two canon Megas, but she only ever gets shown with the one as a good evolution. So they're making Ophanimo a bad evolution? Have you guys both not seen the later movies? I need to stop talking now. No, I have. I, I know about Omnimo other mode. I know that Ophanimo makes an appearance and goes into fall down mode, but besides that, I haven't seen anything else. Yeah, I've seen the posters. I've not watched part five or part six. Okay, well then I'll stop talking. One, two, and three are the good ones. So, take that for what you will. And this one wasn't that great. No, kind of none of them are. Try is a little bit of a disappointment. This first film very much is based off nostalgia, and that only works for the first watch. So since I've seen it before, it doesn't hold up as well. It just comes across as slow and a bit boring. I kinda like slow character development-y stuff, but this is just slow without a lot of character development. I don't mean slow in, like, story progression. I mean, like, the delivery and the dialogue all felt like it was very, very slow. Like, they're all doing it while drug-induced or something. Can we talk about how Daigo is amazing? Yeah, we can talk about that. He does have the coolest voice. He's got a really good voice. I, I just... I love everything about him, except the thing that happens to him in the movie 6. Which we don't know, still. Yep. But on the subject of Dago, he's probably the best character that's not a Digidestined. <laughs> <coughs> yes, uh, alright then. Why did you both cough? <laughs> Who else is there that could be better that's not Digidestined? There's Genai. He's not in this film. Yes, he's mentioned by name, he's been helping the government. But he's not in the film. He is mentioned. That doesn't make him in the film. Not in this film, but Matt's dad. Matt's dad is great and should have his own movie. <laughs> oh yeah, because he filed a complaint against this TV station. Why are you bullying my digital monster friends? Did you guys forget what happened six years ago? Yes, because magic made you forget. How can some people forget and others don't? Because magic. It doesn't erase Digidestined memories. So the dad is a Digidestined? <laughs> yes. Uh, the weird thing is, like, Izzy still hides it from his parents, but they totally know about Digimon. I don't think he's hiding him. I think it's more like, I'm gonna respect their space, because uh, he doesn't want to bother them. I think he still has that complex about it. This is a thing you should bother them about. It is kind of a big deal. Just like, oh yeah, Digimon are back. Mom, Dad, gotta go risk my life again, bye. Okay, but be home by tea time. I guess he should say it to them in French, although I guess they must not speak French since he was ordering for his dad. Oh yeah, 
I do love how he says to Sora, like, oh yeah, I'm not busy. I'm- you could totally just go, hold on a minute. Oh no, this is just the interference, you know, it's not French. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> that's not French, that's person who sounds exactly like me and is speaking French. Here again, I want to mention props to Digimon uh, Triabridged for going, well, I'm sort of busy because the woman behind me is the saddest woman in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I want to point out also the, the waiter. He reminded me of TK as an adult. Okay, I can see that. Maybe it's massive foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, he was an author, but that could mean that he doesn't make any money and has to work as a waiter. Isn't that what all authors do? Yeah, exactly. I'm just looking at my notes, seeing what else there is to talk about. Yeah, wait, I got my notes too. Oh, look at you people being fancy and taking notes. Okay, one of the best shots of the whole film was definitely just the giant hand coming out of the portal. <laughs> That's so amazing. I love the giant hand. I still don't know what the hell that is. It's just Alphamon. That's Alphamon? Yeah, reaching out of a portal to destroy Kuwagamon. Why didn't he do that sooner, though? Why did he do it at all? Okay, I need to ask, does Alphamon have any, like, bearing on the situation at all? Or he's just following orders? He's following orders... What? But Alphamo is supposed to be the rebel one. I haven't got a clue. This one, he works for Yggdrasil. Again, he's supposed to be the rebel one. Yggdrasil is kind of the rebel in this one. Rebelling from homeostasis. Anyway, that's this is all later movie stuff. Yeah, I haven't got a clue what's going on with him. In this one, he's kind of just brooding badass. Yeah, he, he just shows up, attacks them, and never says a word. And tries to kill Mako. you think he'd say something seeing an Omnimar, but oh well. No, he's just like, fine, I'll fight you. I guess this will be a fun fight. It's not even worth a response. <laughs> I mean, isn't Alphamon that one Digimon that supposedly has a, a code inside him that tells him every single outcome in a battle so he can technically win every single time? I don't remember that, but I would believe it's something that Digimon has said. Yeah, he possesses the Alpha Inforce, an ultimate force which, in battle, instantly replays the elapsed battle. Although Alphamon's attacks are over in just an instant, you cannot grasp how many attacks it actually unleashed. And in theory, you can only see the final blow that brought down its opponent. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. But it's canon. <laughs> yep. Just like there's also the Omega Inforce. <laughs> wow. Allows Omnimon X to instantaneously read ahead in battle and respond accordingly. Omnimon is the one that has this thing that makes it theoretically impossible to, de to defeat because of the X antibody. You gain this. Okay, so Omnimon can see the future, Alphamon can time travel you into the past to hit you again. No, no, no. It's either acquired by Omnimon or inherited by Omnimon X. And also, Omni Shoutmore has this. I prefer it when they just fire lasers at each other. Well, welcome to Digimon. That's mostly what they do. They did a lot of it. It was fun. Can't wait for that cheap with jetpacks. Oh wait, that already exists. Also, the best part of this film is definitely just the disguises the Digimon wear. It's the best part of all of them. It makes me sad when they stop doing that, because the plot gets serious. Oh, that's a shame. Because they are the most useless disguises. <laughs> it's so good, and no one cares. She's like, if this bird wears a, like, a tank top, then you won't know it's a bird. <laughs> I think the best part where was when uh, Palmon, Biomon, and Gatomon were just nonchalantly, like, in the streets. Biomon pretending to be a bird, Gatomon pretending to be a cat. I'm like, nobody wonders why there's a giant pink bird and a giant white cat. Uh, oh, so I, se I sent you guys a picture earlier, a couple of them. I couldn't get a good shot of them, but are Hikari's uh, thigh highs at the end not just kind of amazing? This, like, Argyle thing that's going on? I mean, thigh-high boots are pretty cool. Well, they're just stockings. Thigh-high stockings? I can't... It's the blue and green one. Oh, the blue and green things, I see. 
I'm super into that. I I prefer it to if it was simpler and not just a bunch of colors. It looks like she's going golfing. Yes, thank you. Okay, that's fair. I think the best outfit was probably actually ties with the orange and blue. I think that was probably the best fit for one of them. When Takaru is just wearing the like sports jacket, I think kind of works. It's the only normal outfit he wears the entire show. Because he doesn't have a hat on. He needs to match it with a purple fedora to really improve it. No, no one is allowed to wear fedoras. Or even trilbies. What's the difference? Slightly smaller brim. Is that really it? Yes. Still, I think that none of them have particularly great fashion sense. No, it's a really weird and consistent thing about Digimon, where no one knows how to dress themselves. It's called anime for a reason. <laughs> yeah, but these are bad even for anime standards. Have you seen Kill the Kill? Have you seen Adventure Mimi's pink dress and brown hat and brown gloves? I call that iconic. It's actually awful. It's so bad. The dub called it out once where she goes, wow, I just realized these gloves don't work with this dress at all. But speaking of the anime, what did we think of the animation? It was fine. Fine's a good word for it. It was good. The fighting scenes were outstanding. Yeah, definitely the highlights. I just want to point out, I love how they mixed uh, Meteor Wing with the Electroshocker and make a freaking flame tornado. That was out of Frontier. That was just straight up stolen from Frontier. But it was cool. We don't talk about Frontier here, please. It should have been called Bottom Tier. <laughs> yes! But honestly, I don't think it benefited that much from the Blu-ray quality, which is kind of sad. I mean, like, it was already 1080p when they released it, so it wasn't going to get a lot better. Yeah, I mean, just like, it was very fuzzy lines, a lot of it, which is weird. For a thing that they put nominally a lot of budget and time into, it's not that much better than anything else that was coming out at the time. No, it's not like it's super well animated. It's not like One Punch Man levels, where every frame is like, just amazing. You can tell the scenes where they actually put the budget in. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that it improves as it goes on, because I like the spectacle of Digimon fights. Because they're cool. The fights are continually pretty good. One thing I didn't like was all the shots where it had just clearly drawn backgrounds and then just CGI digital stuff plonked in a corner. Just looking really badly out of place. I have never really gotten behind CGI myself. Hand-drawn, much better. Yeah, I mean, with this, it kind of works because of the whole the fact that it is supposed to be digital, which would be hard to draw. But then there's the contrast, so... I mean, it's it's a lose-lose either way. As Atman put it, oh, that's so cool looking. It's like CGI. I think the animation was better than the music, for most part. Wait, there is music? There's probably music. They reused all of the adventure music, uh, Braveheart and stuff. I'm used to hearing that so, so much, I, I, I didn't notice... To be honest, in, in the beginning, I was like, okay, if they would replace Butterfly with this... That's the only one they replaced. Yeah, I was like, oh, they replaced the Digivolution song, too? Yeah, they kept a lot of it in. Thank God. I was surprised they kept Braveheart, but they didn't have any lyrics with it, which I think is why. In fact, they may have replaced it with a lyricless version. Possibly. I didn't know this, to be honest. I would have to double-check the sub to see if there were lyrics originally. They did leave I Wish, and I Wish is a really... Kind of bad song. Clearly, I think if they wanted to improve the, the music part, they would have let uh, Knife of Day sing, but oh well. Ah, uh, definitely. Uh, O2 does have uh, one song that Matt's band sings. I turn around, I see what's behind me. That's <laughs> my favorite song. Just, uh, it's so dumb. I have that uh, MP3 on my computer, though, and I'll sometimes just turn it on. Knife of Day 
are probably going to be much better than Teenage Wolves were. I'm a little sad they never released just an album of Knife of Day music. Oh, that'd be so good. I'd be so into that. Just want you all to remember, it's it was called Knife of Day, and the other band ended because of creative differences. Well, and in the Japanese, and I, maybe I'm misremembering, but they were like, but it's the same band members, we just, we dissolved the band and we made a new band. Wait, you're right. It's the same band members, they just changed the name and said the band broke up. Oh god, I, did, I didn't even remember that one. It's all just a publicity stunt. Well, and then in three, they're going to change it for one day to World on the Knife because they're performing at school. They can't be too edgy. Wait, but they would get rid of the knife, not the day bit. Yes, I know. <laughs> they're still edgy. Oh my god, knives have edges. Oh, really weird, dumb, obvious change. In the original, Matt asks Ty to pass the salt, and Ty adds a bunch of salt. For some reason, even though it's clearly white and looks like salt, they refer to it as being pepper. Yeah. Yeah, that's just the dub. (laughs) What a dumb change. Why would you do that? Because pepper is worse than salt, and makes it funnier. Let's just get this clear. Wasn't 4Kids the one who who localized this? I'm not sure. No, it's not. I don't think 4Kids even exists at this point, but still, it would be funny. You are asking the wrong girl. I have no idea if 4Kids exists. I assume there's some kind of badly dubbed anime on Saturdays, though. It's probably Beyblade Evolution. I mean, to be fair, the dub could have been a lot worse. Wait a second. Apparently, the person who voices Matt is Vic Mignogna, who I've probably pronounced his name very wrong. He voices Edward Elric in Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood. Yes. Oh, okay. He was good. He's generally really good, and then in this he's just Matt and not very good. Maybe they were given bad direction? I was going to say, he was an okay voice actor, the problem is Matt is awful. But they do have a lot of returning cast members, so like Izzy, Tentamon, Gomamon, Mimi, Palmon, Togemon, Patamon, and Jamon. Basically a lot of the Digimon return, not so many of the kids. Which is kind of disappointing. The kids were bigger actors, though, so I, I think it was more difficult to get them to come back. Ty came back, but I think at this point he primarily does stage magic. He's a hypnotist or something. And he has a self-help book, which is a really interesting career, and I'd love to talk to that guy sometime. Honestly, I don't know if he's done voice work outside of Digimon anyway. He must have done some to get this in the first place, I would think. But I don't know. It looks like they kind of got half the cast back and half just couldn't. I mean, that happens, and it seemed like they got reasonably good substitutes. I didn't think any of the voices were aggressively different. No, none of them were particularly bad. I wish that TK and Matt sounded a bit more different. And Joe's was a bit bland. If Joe's voice is bland, they did a good job. True. It's Joe. Come on. That it is. And but honestly, I, I think I've kind of run out of stuff to say. I think I have too. Can I give a random trivia just so we can end this then? Yeah, go ahead. Did you know that Apocalymon, you know, the final boss in Adventure 1, he actually did evolve. Into what? He did evolve into Mef- Mephistomo, which is an ultimate. Go figure. I had no idea. I don't know why. I was expecting something related to Digimon Adventure Try. <laughs> I don't know why. So Pokemon is related-ish. Yeah, yeah, and also I think Mephisto, what is this? It's born from the lingering thought data of, of an Apocalymon that attempted to destroy all life. Oh, okay. So he probably should have shown up in Try. You know what? Yes, yes he should. He doesn't, but he should have. That would have made sense. He probably should have digivolved into Golfmon too. Mephisto was just a big goat person. <laughs> Yes. Like you do. And supposedly it's a digivolution for Omega, even though he's an ultimate. Yeah, but it's after he gave up most of his power trying to destroy all life. It's more of a D-digivolution. Which was sort of his thing. So in summary, this first part of Tri was okay. Yep. Because we've all seen it multiple times, I imagine, and again. Like, there's only so many times you can watch this 
This is the third time I've seen it. Yeah, I think this is the third time I've seen it as well. I gotta see it one more time with the with the girlfriend, so. Watch the sub. I will. Denise told me this. I don't know if I actually prefer the sub or the dub version. The dub's just an easier watch. I think they were about equal. I have to disagree because in Japanese, if they're being bad, at least I don't notice. I mean, I speak Japanese, so I I can. They're fine in in both, honestly. Okay. Hikari had a better voice actress in Japanese, I'll give that. I wouldn't say it was bad, I wouldn't say it was great either. It was some people being paid to be voice actors. The whole film was kind of just good. I mean, it was decent. <laughs> I definitely liked it more the first time I saw it. Yeah. Yeah, if you're watching this with just nostalgia goggles, you'll love it. Just like, oh my god, all the Digimon are back, yay! Even then, the first time I saw it, I remember just going, what the f- Ty, the hell are you doing? I wanted to sympathize with Ty, and a better writer could have could have made me believe it. There's no better writers. Uh, there are better writers. They're just not here. Oh yeah, they're working on the next movie. Hopefully, I do not have a lot of hope for that. I guess Try was successful then. I will wait to rant about Try until we get to the last part. Yeah, Digimon's kind of picked up in like the UK, especially kind of around the time Try was coming out. So it can't have been that bad. <laughs> interesting to me that like i can go down to the local game shop and just buy a digimon plushie now because that's comparatively new i I still don't have that luck i want to have that luck they're not good quality so i've never bought one but i could oh by the way i just want to point something out this whole thing starts and they're talking about demiurge i'm like did they see shin megami tensei persona or something persona did not make this up it's a a a biblical thing i don't know anything about demiurge (laughs) I haven't studied it in a really long time because I don't actually care about biblical stuff. It's the name given to a being responsible for the creation of the universe in particular. In Platonic philosophy, it's the maker or creator of the world. And Gnostic stuff, it's just a heavenly being, subordinate to the supreme being, blah 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 blah. And I do love how they mention, oh, Demiurge, and yet he did not know his own creator. I'm like, oh, so talking about the creator's creator. Oh, goody. Which I guess would be homeostasis, I think. I think Demiurge is homeostasis from the way they talked about it. I'm unclear on that, because they never really do explain this very well. I actually thought like, oh, okay, King King Drazil was probably the one who made them or something like that. Okay, we're not allowed to call it King Drazil. I'm I'm gonna call it King Drazil, screw you. (sighs) That that was the worst choice ever made in Digimon. I don't care, King Drazil, sounds epic. And with that, I think we've run out of things to talk about. I agree. So shall we end it here? Okay. So thank you for listening to this train wreck. (laughs) I had a lot of fun, thank you for having me on. Yeah, I was gonna get to that bit, thank you for joining me. (laughs) (laughs) Can't wait for the next movie. So that was discussing Digimon Adventure Try Chapter 1, whatever it's called. Was it Reunion? It's Reunion. Uh, it is Reunion. I actually kind of thought it was nostalgia. It might as well be. But next time we'll be talking about Part 2, which is called... Determination. Thank you, because I can't be other googling. We should probably have looked that up in advance. I got it to Amazon. It's called Part 2, so that's what I'm going with. <laughs> so we'll be watching Part 2. Determination it is, which is what we'll need to cover all six parts. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a slog. Why are you making me do this? You volunteered. You didn't have to. Right. Why am I making me do this? Because it's fun. If you have enjoyed this for some reason, um, get in touch or tweet us, email us, jump in the Discord and chat us. Of course, massive thank you to my co-hosts today. Where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter 
at RealYubiCo. And then in the very near future, probably by the time the second one comes out, I'll have a new podcast called Kingdom Hearts Recorded, where we replay the Kingdom Hearts series. And you can find me at YouTube at Demon Ragged Master or at Twitter at Demon Ragged Master. All the links to the stuff will be in the show notes, including the Monkcast Patreon, where you can support stuff like this. Massive thank you to all the patrons there. And until next time, bye-bye. See ya. Bye. I turn around, I can see